Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. With the sudden fury of a thunderbolt, a flare is shot into the sky over Los Angeles. Three awesome words take form as if by magic, and a legend is born. Marvel TV Weekly, starting now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> oh, that's right. It is Marvel TV Weekly, and you hear... I was saying before we started, it's sort of like playing hell to the chief when the president walks in. It's a big, monumentous occasion. Of course, we are going to kick off with the theme from the 90s X-Men. I'm Christian Blatt. You can find me on Twitter at ChristianDMZ. I host a podcast called The Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, at Blackcast. And uh, we're going to go down the line and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of our favorite Marvel characters. Uh, so I'll go first before I introduce, uh, before I introduce Michael and Erica. Uh, I would say that uh, from the X-Men, keeping the theme going, Kitty Pride was the first character I really identified with because she was like 13 or something. So I was like, oh, wow, she could just go along on all these crazy cool adventures and have an awesome pet dragon? I'm in. So uh, that was uh, probably my longstanding favorite was uh, Kitty Pride, even though she had some awful uh, superhero names. Uh, and to my left, those of you watching on YouTube, is Michael Shirley, who can be found on Twitter. And it's just Michael and then an X and then Shirley. Right? That's it. That's yeah. it. And I love MichaelShirley.com. Yeah. I so, used to have a blog called I Hate MichaelShirley.com. So this kind of like evens it out. So you hated Michael Shirley for a while, but then you came back around. You're like, yeah, you know what? He's okay. It was it was more because it was like an insider's look at like uh, fashion and entertainment, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, it was just my way of like keeping the haters off, and it worked pretty well. Right. Uh, so, uh, Michael, as uh, as we're going down the line, uh, who would you say you gave me a very interesting uh, answer to this question when I emailed you? Who would I, you say is your favorite Marvel character? I feel like I gave the answer that almost everyone gives, and uh, it made me feel bad. Dazzler? Jean, no, Jean Grey. Well, yeah, but you said your head says Dazzler, your heart yeah. says Jean Grey. My head says Dazzler. But the, no one ever says Dazzler, so I was very excited, and, I, and you settled on Jean Grey. Because, look, Jean Grey, it's, you know, it's the girl you marry. Uh, you know, but I guess Dazzler, you want a life full of, like, yeah, like sorrow. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. And Jean Grey, it's this, it's this amazing character yeah. who has... At the same time, she has the worst superhero nickname, Marvel Girl, the best superhero <laughs> nickname, Phoenix, and then the most indifferent superhero nickname where she just goes by Jean Grey for 25 years. I might disagree a little bit about Marvel Girl Marvel being Girl's a pretty bad, bad name. I mean, maybe if you're going for like the fact that she is a grown woman, like don't call her a girl. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that's the name of the franchise. I mean, It's, it's true. It's well, that's like, a good point. She's yeah. a face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, as... Many people will argue she is the core of the X-Men. Even when she's not there, her memory still is. Oh, no, just just the, the cloud of gloom that hangs over Cyclops' head when she's dead for yeah. all the oh, different gosh. times. And she's been dead many different times. <laughs> Each time he takes it <laughs> a little bit harder times. than the last time. Uh, well, <laughs> we can talk about that for the whole show. No. Uh, which is interesting because we don't even really have that. Well, we have a little bit of X-Men stuff to talk about. And then uh, at the other end of the desk, uh, Erica Green... Erica J A Y E Green. Yeah. I have that correct. Uh, and Erica, your favorite uh, Marvel superhero? I know the answer, but tell the audience. <laughs> I said Jean Grey too, of but course. I said Phoenix because right. I think well, the Phoenix is because the Phoenix can yeah. destroy whole planets. Yes. Like, Jean Grey is like, oh, I can move that book over here. Like she's not even a telepath <laughs> at first. Sweet. She's like, she's getting, well, yeah, I guess that's why I love Phoenix because that was like the badass part of. Phoenix, yeah, so no, no, no. Like the, yeah. If only we all had a little bit of Phoenix in us. <laughs> I don't know. And I said Jessica Jones because. 
because I love Jessica. I'll just Jessica Jones that. is great. Yeah, yeah. she's a, a character I am much more familiar with because I of the TV her. show. Yeah. You know, so I'm not a huge Jessica Jones. You're not the only one. <sighs> I, I know some people that are uh, not. It's so my least fan. favorite uh, in the Marvel TV. <sighs> You're hurting me. You're well, hurting the me. fact that the fact that the Iron Fist isn't your least favorite Everyone is good for me. No, I like it. I like. I see. I like him. I like. I like. I like Iron Fist as a character. I always have, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about how all the all the Netflix shows are going to have new seasons next year. Yes. But I guess the before we actually dive into it, we can let people know that if you're watching us live on YouTube, you can join us in the chat, and uh, we will read your comments, questions, insults. I'll read the insults. Don't insult them. If you don't insult anybody, just please insult me. <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> well, I just feel like yeah, if I. If I'm uh, trying to be a jovial host, just to, just insult me. Uh, and uh, if you're watching after the fact, you can always leave a comment in the archived version also on YouTube. And we have a Twitter for the show, but when I set it up, uh, the show had a different name. So for right now, it's at MarvelTVN, <laughs> but I might change that N to a different letter. Maybe a W, but it might be taken, so we'll find out. But uh, you can always tweet us there, and we gave you our individual Twitter. So there are so many ways that you can get in touch with us. Uh, if we want to talk about something that is kind of divisive in the, not the actual Marvel Universe, the, the fictional Marvel Universe, but the universe of fans of Marvel TV and movies, is the Inhumans. I don't know anything that has been so contentious than the Inhumans from the time. And for those of you watching on YouTube, you should see a photo of the cast uh, momentarily. And from the time that the first set photos showed up, and especially when the trailer was there, everybody's like, nope, 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 I don't like this. <laughs> so uh, I saw it. Uh, there were a, a series of IMAX screenings because for some reason they shot a TV show in IMAX so they could put it on IMAX screens. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was entertaining. I definitely want to see where the story goes. There are some pretty cool characters, and you can see sort of the uh, the OG Jack Kirby version for those watching on YouTube. So we've got Black Bolt, who is the the king of uh, of the the Inhuman family, total and, badass. Yeah, because <laughs> I love him. If he makes a sound, uh, things around him get destroyed. Oh. So it's like if he goes. <clears throat> Well, then we would all in the studio be dead right now. Yeah, one, probably the studio. He's been one of my favorites for a really I always time. thought that that was such an impressive, you know, it's just, what a dark idea. It's like, yeah, you have this really strong voice, but if you use it, everybody's going to die. And <laughs> I think that that's the toughest thing about the TV show. I, I think pe some people were like, well, look at the guy who plays Black Bolt. I'm like, no, no, that's really hard to, like, not talk for the whole show but in a way where you're conveying your feelings in a given situation. So uh, Anson Mount is the name of that actor, and uh, we would love to have him on the show. I haven't heard back, but, you know, we'd still love to have him on the show. And I'm not just saying that he was good in the show because we'd love to have him on the show. Uh, and uh, we, we have Medusa, his wife, who is the one with the, with the, uh, with the hair, the crazy hair. Uh, Crystal, who, like in the comic books, dated Johnny Storm at one point from the Fantastic Four. Uh, Karnak Gorgon and Maximus, but most important to all of that is the fact that they have Lockjaw, the teleporting dog. <laughs> and I said that if at no time that I saw the show, if he didn't look awesome, I was probably not going to be able to watch it. And I will tell you right now, Lockjaw was awesome. The, I, I, they might have blown the whole effects budget on him teleporting, but he looked so good and I was like, I kind of don't care about anything else. Um, so we'll start a little bit with uh, with Michael. Your thoughts about the Inhumans, just sort of before there even was this series. Yeah. Did you ever think like, oh, hey, they would make it for a really good series? Yeah, when I was a kid, I had uh, the Black Bolt and Medusa figure. And I always was very much taken with their costumes and thought they were very cool. Uh, I didn't necessarily think that they would be one of the... I don't want to say first, but one of the beginning, you know, we've just been doing these shows, what, for like the last five years. I wouldn't think that they would be in, in the, like, forerunner of teams to make into a TV yeah, show. Yeah, and of course the backstory is that there was a movie on the development slate, and they had announced it, and then they it quietly went away, and then they were like, oh, it works better as a TV it show. It seems like because of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's kind of why that happened to me. And also, it seemed like people were okay with 
magic and mysticism after mm-hmm. like Thor. Um, I mean, Doctor Strange hadn't come out then, but I don't. I'm not really sure why they picked it, but I'm glad they did. I know a lot of people are hating on it. I mean, really hating on it. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. So I love Black Bolt. I love Medusa, but I mean. A lot I mean, of they people even are get, talking about her hair. It's but, like a big thing for people. <laughs> yeah, well, if, it depends on which trailer you've seen as to right. what you're thinking well. about her hair. Because, <laughs> the and I, I think the first photo you saw, the hair was like, but when you actually see her using it, I'm like, it's actually really cool. It looked weird. No, no, it definitely <laughs> looks she weird. She it around yeah. the Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, but it, it, looks, it looks a little weird, but it's true. <laughs> so, uh, Erica, am I going to assume that you don't really know that much about the oh Inhumans going into this? No. Because most people don't. So, you know, I think that you're just you're just part of the majority. I'm listening and I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Marvel's virgin almost. So yeah, you watched but... X Men when you were a kid. Yeah, I watched yeah. X Men. These short. new shows, though, everything that you sent us, I was like, this right, is nothing but, that I want. But between the time that we first met to just kind of get mm-hmm. to know yeah. each other and talk, and then we started sending the emails that we mm-hmm. were going to do the show, you like binged all the Netflix shows. Yes, and, and I was like, that's that's pretty <laughs> impressed. That's like. Staying up for a whole weekend to cram for a test. I, I think it's because it you too. liked him so yeah. much. Well, yeah, I I, even Iron Fist. Didn't get to Iron Fist yet. Oh, so oh my Defenders. god! Did you watch the Defenders? Yes, I watched the Defenders, and Iron Fist is the way he talks. It just throws me off. But I'm but gonna see, get to him. The Iron Fist standalone show has so much stuff that ties into the Defenders. Okay, so. is there an order? Yeah. That there is an order. See, yeah. Ugh, and here's here's the thing: the controversial thing to say is that really to watch the Defenders, you just need to watch. Daredevil and Iron Fist, and I like Jessica Jones. I like Luke Cage, but they don't really do that much to build up the story. I didn't know that. But anyway, what we're actually yeah. talking about is the Inhumans. <laughs> uh, so you see the pictures that we're watching, and uh, for yeah. those watching on YouTube, we're getting a little bit of the trailer here. Yeah, and there. I've seen it. Yeah, the and trailer. what do you think? Do you think it's like okay, I want to check that out just to see, or are you a bit put off by the? <laughs> I was interested in seeing after just the trailer they have a character in there from Game of Thrones so I got a little bit excited but he's playing kind of a similar character so I was like hmm this would be interesting but no it, it really did look kind of good like they're trying to I guess trying to destroy the world and did I is. sell it to you with the teleporting dog because the teleporting dog is amazing I saw that in the trailer and yeah. I was like wow actually yes the teleporting dog works for the show actually. yeah because I, I have a friend who wasn't excited about it I'm like well did you know there's a teleporting dog he's like alright I'll check it out so I, I thought wasn't it was that excited about Lockjaw. I'm hoping we're going to get to see Quicksilver. He's one of my uh, favorites, and he Quicksilver ends up with is, Crystal in the end. Yeah, but know? it's so hard to figure out who has rights to Quicksilver. Because Everyone, he end, we've well, got like four of them, right? Because right he ends now. up in Avengers movies, he ends up in X Men movies. Yeah. so he might as well get on the TV. So show. confusing. Yeah, I know. Mean, she's got to be happy in the end, right? Yeah, right. Well, exactly. Well. Depends <laughs> on how you how much yeah. you read it. But by the way, speaking line. of hair, the one of the more interesting things they did with the Inhumans was uh, Crystal has this really elaborate pattern in her hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they I took the surprised. time to do it, and I was just like, I don't think anybody would be upset if they didn't. I was yeah. surprised that they put that stripe in her yeah. hair. And it has like a little circle in the back and the whole thing. Like that has nothing to do with it. I don't. It's not like she's, her power comes from, from another hair. planet. It's okay. just how they wear yeah, their hey, hair yeah. out there. Don't judge. No, no. I'm just like, oh, I'm trying to learn. Like, so is there a point to this? Is there a point yeah. to that? You know. Do you think the flatness thing. of Medusa's hair kind of makes it look more cheesy? I think that... I want to see like tendrils and stuff, like little <laughs> arms, like snakes. Well, and you. Stuff. Ooh, I, no, it's nice. not like a huge spoiler. You will see it doing stuff like okay, that. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it does, but you'll see it doing that stuff. When you actually watch the episode. And by the way, the first episode airs on Friday. So I know. I'm going to watch That's it. why the show yeah. started this week. Because I was like, well, we got to get in in front of <laughs> the Inhumans. And look, we're here. We can be very critical about the Inhumans. But it's important to let everybody know that support, uh, support for this podcast comes from the astonishing new television saga, Marvel's Inhumans. Ah! On, the, <laughs> on the dark side of the moon, there exists a civilization unlike anything you've ever seen before. People with extraordinary powers and abilities that make them more than human. They are inhuman. Meet Black Bolt, the king. The sound of his voice can destroy a city. I should have just read this first. (laughs) Medusa, the queen whose hair is a living weapon. And, thank you very much, copy, Lockjaw, the giant bulldog who teleports the royals from the planet to planet. And by the way, those are the three characters they list, so that shows you how important Lockjaw is. Uh, But now... In the course of the Inhumans TV series, treachery in the form of Black Bolt's evil brother, Maximus, threatens the royal family and their kingdom. The royals are forced to escape to their true home, Earth, where the real fight for their future will begin. 
Join in this epic family drama as two brothers battle to claim one throne in an action-packed eight-episode event. Marvels and Humans, the complete series begins with a special two-hour premiere Friday, September 29th at 8, 7 central on ABC. That's this Friday. Um, That's what I'm going to be doing. Interesting thing. I I already saw it, but I ain't going to record it because I do want to watch it again at some point. Um, Interesting thing that they're saying, and the posters kind of change, the complete series. Originally, this was the first chapter, and now they're like, well, this is is the whole show. And I I don't know if they're just like, we're just going to make eight of these, and then we'll see where it goes. They want to see what happens. I think they want to see what happens. But uh, I'm very excited for people to see it. And I do think some people are going to be won over. I know people who saw it and didn't enjoy it. But uh, I think that when people actually see it, they'll be like, okay, this is pretty cool. I want to see where it goes. And I'll be most interested to see what you think, Erica, when you finally get to know the Inhumans. And I might cry if you say, oh, I like everything except for that stupid teleporting dog. (laughs) I thought the dog was pretty cool. All right. So when you actually see the show. Um, So we've sort of been talking a lot about the X-Men in the first few minutes of the show. And there's a show that's coming up on October 2nd, which, by the way is next week so next it's also my birthday it's, it's also anthony in the booth's birthday <laughs> happy birthday I, thanks I believe for letting everyone know i believe that's a week from tonight <laughs> uh october 2nd so anthony you'll be celebrating with us next monday uh when we'll be talking about the gifted except we won't have seen it yet maybe so. you'll be gifted with presents <laughs> i think that's why it's called that i am gifted yes yes <laughs> um and uh, so it's in the, you know, they're very, always very clear with stuff like this. So it's in the X-Men universe. Yeah. All right. So don't look for Professor Xavier at some point. You know, I mean, it, it, like in the Legion series, there's a lot of reasons why you could have seen Professor Xavier, but you don't even see him well, there. Yeah. You would think if you were going to see him, you would see him. That's where Legion. you would have seen him. So don't count on it. But Players you're going to have a lot of interaction. Yeah. You're going to get to see some really cool characters from sort of the, the extended family uh, of the X-Men. Let me explain what the show is, first of all. Uh, so the gifted, it's two ordinary parents take their family on the run from the government when they discover their children have mutant abilities and they join an underground community of mutants fighting to survive. So we have the parents, uh, Stephen Moyer and Amy Acker play those. And then, we have a couple of different characters, and as you mentioned, we do have Polaris, who was a member of the X-Men for uh, a number of years, was Havoc's girlfriend, so I guess if Havoc and Polaris had gotten married, she would have been Cyclops' sister-in-law, <laughs> Jean Grey's sister-in-law, see, it would have been a great extended family. Uh, but a character that has not been used so far in the Marvel movies, at least uh, unless I'm forgetting. No, she hasn't. I'm super excited about it. I'm wearing a shirt that's got Polaris on it. It's kind of hard to see. Oh, yeah, so that's like the like when Polaris and that's Havoc bullshit. were on X Factor. It's like that. T- it's like the the maybe early-ish this 90s, is 19, like 92. This is from 1990. Okay, 1990. uh, 1993. 1993. So no, I was going to say 92, um, 93. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. And you got... Like you the got, blue and the gold. And you've got Cable on there. So that's yeah, representing X-Force. Family, yeah, family. Yeah, right. It's true. <laughs> so it's a, it's a family tree on your shirt. I know. Y'all are blowing my mind with this knowledge. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> see, here's the thing, though. It's like, it's knowledge that goes back. You know, he's talking about it. So the shirt's from 1990. I yeah, mean, the I've first... had this since 1993. I, I got this when I was eight years old. Right. It, it, it must have fit you very well. <laughs> I was I was the chubby kid, and oh. I'm fitting all my clothes now. I know it's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I st- I have a lot of shirts that I wore like in in high school, college, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's because I bought them as like extra larges back then. Yeah. So I was so cool. I would wear like really big clothes, and you know now I'm just fat. So, uh, but anyway, so this show will have Polaris and. Uh, Thunderbird, who is, is sort of a um, unappreciated member of the X Men, because he was on the new X Men team that that you know someone's got to go. Uh, you, <laughs> like, look at Morph. Yeah, well, Mor- poor Morph, still too. He soon. got like created for the show to be killed. <laughs> to, to be killed, basically, yeah. And Thunderbird, you know, John Proudstar, and of course his brother Warpath later in X Force. Uh, basically the same character, because I think yeah, they, they felt look, bad that the only Native American superhero they'd ever had, they killed off after three issues. Very so they're American. Like, they're like, yeah, let's go ahead and try again. And I, I think Warpath never died, but I could be wrong. I don't think so. Yeah, and so we also have Eclipse, we have Blink, so we have like some of these great characters. Um, I'm going to be perfectly honest, I don't know that much about this show, because I kind of wanted to see the first episode. I, I was, you know, as I was getting a little bit of information so we could talk about it, 
I was like, well, I could I could find out a lot more. I could watch some of the more extended trailers, or I could be pleasantly surprised when I watch it. I did want to know who was going to be on it, and it'll be interesting because I love the X-Men universe. I, I like when we get these extended stories that take place in it. Um, sure, I'd love it if we'd see Wolverine in an episode, but I know it's not. <laughs> yeah, of course not. Yeah. I love the crossover. Too soon. Yeah. The crossover it's the way characters. too soon. It's I know, but, soon. you know, I mean, hey, in Legion, we saw the wheels of Professor <laughs> X's wheelchair. That was I'm as glad. close as we got. That was pretty exciting. And that's what we have to go with. Uh, so I'll start with you, Michael. Are you excited about this? Do you wish that there was a different X-Men series on than this? Like maybe maybe just taking the '90s cartoon and putting it in prime time. No, um, I am I am really excited about this. Uh, I'm a little more excited for Inhumans, but I am excited about this uh, comparatively to the other shows that are coming out. But I worry that I'm not going to like it. Uh, Is I, there something about it that makes you feel like you're not going to yes, like it? The okay. things. That, well, I'm not. I know a lot of people are going to, like, hate on me because a lot of Marvel fans are Buffy fans. I'm not a fan of M- uh, Amy Acker. Okay. Uh, so that's already annoying me that she's going to be the mom. That she's just in it. Yeah, that okay. she's going to be the mom. And uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the casting choice for Polaris. I don't see her looking like that to me. So that but she doesn't of, have green hair, or does she? It's like a tint. Yeah, it's like black hair with a green tint. Because you need to have the green hair if you're. Uh, I don't know. She looks. Um, I don't know. I kind of imagine Polaris looking like the girl who's the lead of the show. Yes. Um, and her maybe with like some mermaid color green hair, <laughs> you know, like kind of uh, bleached out a little bit. But I don't know the the characters also that are sort of the supporting characters, like you were saying. Uh, aren't like really big characters, so that worries me that um, they're not too invested in the show, and that's why they're putting in a more um, obscure hero. Yeah, I mean, and look, when it comes to stuff like this, you do have to factor in some of the boring legal, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like who's associated yeah. with the movies. So, you know, Fox has access to the Marvel library of characters, and then you do have a gray area with characters like Quicksilver. But you feel like their best characters and best stories, they're always going to save for the movies. And it's the same thing with the Marvel TV shows. You know, their best know if characters. That's the case with the Netflix shows. Well, the Netflix I think shows. Daredevil yeah. is, a, is a character I, that they're really proud of. I think if we hadn't had the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie, you don't think we would have it. I don't think we would have a, a Daredevil TV show. I think we would have gotten. I know him, you talk a lot show. of shit about that. <laughs> Daredevil movie. How do you and know? When you I had like one time it, and I talked about it. I know, but I feel like it's something you talk about a lot. I do talk a lot about <laughs> it, actually. I'm, on my podcast, I've talked a lot about it. I am not a Ben Affleck fan, but I didn't hate that movie. I, I didn't don't like hate Jennifer it. Garner either. Right. Well, I, I never I just, saw Electra, but I didn't... I didn't oh, that, all right. Yeah. That's a bad movie. <laughs> that's a bad movie, I will say that. But I didn't hate that. But obviously I love the new Daredevil way more. Sure. I didn't hate it. Okay. So that's good because, uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll all get together and watch it. No one's going to agree with me on that. <laughs> um, I didn't hate it. I actually own the DVD of it because they came out with like an extended director's cut. And I'm like, well, maybe it'll be better. And, and in some cases, more footage actually makes a movie better. In that case, it did. No. No, it, well, I thought it did. Did it make it great? No. Uh, so, sorry, Erica. We, we went down the little Daredevil it's fine. rabbit hole. Just, we, it, but I love the show. We're sort of like spinning around down the, down the drain. You, you, you yeah, enjoy the I'm, I'm watching it right now. I'm almost finished with the, and I can't wait to get home to actually watch some more episodes of it. But yeah, I think it's phenomenal. The lead actor, it's great, too. Like, oh, Charlie Cox oh, has Daredevil. Netflix, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's much better than Affleck. You know, Batman works. And by the way, I was just say Ben's fine. You know, Ben doesn't need us to like. Yeah, him. He's, he's, he's doing he fine. Has a new... He's gonna have a Batman movie at some point, so it's fine. Justice League, Justice League, yeah, eventually, <laughs> Justice League will be out later this year. Uh, but let's talk about the Gifted. So, mm-hmm. from what you know about that, does it sound like okay? I, I liked the X Men cartoon. Sure, I'll see a show set in that universe. Yeah, no. One one things I really love about the Marvel films is they go beyond just their abilities and the relationships. So I love how it's it focuses on how it's a father who is all against people with these abilities but now he can't be so against these people and look down look at them like weirdly because now it's his own children so i love how they tackle that kind of stuff like really bring in like relationships with the human nature side of it 
So I'm I'm actually was look, really looking yeah, forward to no, seeing look, that and one. That, those are some of the very yeah. weighty topics that they deal with, especially when it comes to mutants. And yeah. It's always the topic that yeah. when it comes to mutants. Oh, I hate them, but you're one. I yeah. changed my mind. Well, and I, I won't give out a lot of uh, reading recommendations, but uh, the Marvel graphic novel from the early 80s called God Loves, Man Kills is one of the best mm. written X-Men stories ever. Uh, and because it was this like glossy graphic novel... It's got, it's a little bit more violent. I think uh, Wolverine uses the word bastards or something. You know, so as I was a kid, I'm like, wow. oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> but it's also a great story. Uh, so we'll check that out. Then we don't have any new Marvel shows for a little while. Yeah. Because we don't know when The Punisher's coming out, which we'll talk about momentarily. <laughs> but first we're going to talk about Runaways, which uh, I'm excited that they're turning this into a show. And I think that they've got the right people behind the scenes to make The Runaways into... A successful show. So they have Josh Schwartz, who created The O.C., and Stephanie Savage, who, I guess, worked with Josh Schwartz, but she's known for Gossip Girl. And I was like, all right, I think that that's going to be the right voice to a show that's about six teenagers who find out that their parents are basically supervillains. And they're part of this collective known as the Pride. Um, So just the concept alone, I think, is great. I think it's, you know, the the stories itself that are actually told as The Runaways, also very good. But if you just take that, you know, Marvel could have sold that concept to someone. Like, you don't get any of the characters, but just take this idea. It's such a great idea. But uh, I'm excited. Disney Descendants? Uh, Oh, yeah. I did not see that, though. But uh, it's basically the same same idea. (laughs) And that's Disney, so I guess that they, they owned this, uh-huh. too, right? Oh, Children yeah. of supervillains. Yeah, so <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. I, did, I didn't even make that connection that uh, it was basically I have a thing. lot of little uh, No, that's good. Well, look, there's a lot of reasons why you need to be here, but that's <laughs> definitely going to be one of them. And uh, I don't know. I think that uh, we're showing a picture of the, the TV cast right now, and uh, it's a Hulu original series, and I think the way that Hulu usually works is they don't drop like 10 episodes on you at once. You have to come back every week, um, which is probably better because I'm under so much pressure. Like when These new... kids don't look very tough. I, I mean, they're not so <laughs> tough is the thing. Their parents are tough, and then they run away. So the whole concept is they are not tough because if they were tough, maybe they would fight their parents and be like, all right, well, we're going to make the world a better place and kill our parents. So they're called the runaways because they're scared. So no, they're not that oh, tough. Man. And look in the comics, they don't they don't look that tough in the comic book image either. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can actually see. They get a little more sad. That's brave to run away. Your yeah, parents are the same evil kid. Villains. They look almost exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Anthony's trying to make my point just because he wants us to wish him a happy birthday next week, but, <laughs> but we won't. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know. Uh, so, Michael, are you excited for this show? Uh, are I think you? It's a good time for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised that they're they're going with the show, uh, but I don't really have any expectations or anything from it. I'll watch it, but um, so not tied to that team a lot. Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, you're not necessarily excited about the the characters that are on the show, but the concept works, and uh, it's the same thing. You could be pre- pleasantly surprised by it, you know, sort of the way. Yeah, I think I've only read like two or three. Runaways comic books, it just has never been a big one for me. But I do like the concept of that. Yeah, I think I like the concept of it more as I've gotten older than when it was a comic. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this is kind of interesting. Um, so, Erica, you hear about this concept. What do you think? Do you think that sounds uh, yeah. engaging? You find out your parents are supervillains and then you run away? <laughs> no, I, I like the concept because I feel like they're not some Frady cats running away. I feel like, you know, they're trying to get away so they can come up with a plan. And that's actually very brave to run away from home and leave everything you know. Because you find out that your parents, I don't know, in the um, trailer it said that they witnessed their parents killing someone, which yes. is crazy. What would you think if you saw your parents killing someone? That, to me, is like, that's braver than anything. So now then they're going to come back and, you know, face to face with their parents. I I don't know the, a lot about this um, series, but I mean, for what it is, it looks it looks interesting. One of the things that uh, when we were first talking, you know, when we all first met is like, I think it. it it never hurts to not know that much about any of these shows because when you do sit down and watch it, you're not going to have the same expectations. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
you heard Michael and I kind of nitpicking about. Yeah, you get Pol- kind of mad yeah. if you know everything if sometimes. You, yeah, and then it's like, like Polaris's hair should be more green. Well, that's not going to bother you. <laughs> no. So you're going to be right. able to enjoy yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, more than able to get yeah. That. How different are the shows from the comic books? Do they take a lot it, out? It depends on, on which shows you're talking about. But, uh, and a lot I of think, the comic books have been written so many times yeah. in like their fourth volume, I so they've like, started yeah. over. For, you know, like when you start a comic book in the 60s, you know, and... Yeah, it's like how you know that we, yeah. we're on our third Spider-Man in the movies now. Yeah, the each of the Spider-Man definitely the franchises represent a certain time period that was written. Just depends on when, and oh. they're fairly true to at least the the spirit of them. Uh, I would say Daredevil is, is pretty close. Uh, especially for the season that's rumored to be the next season. I feel like Daredevil. the movies aren't like really tied to stories in the comic books very much. I mean, Logan. Yeah. Kind of, but and you definitely get more things from the comics in the X Men movies. Oh, yeah. I, I think that the Marvel Studios stuff, you know, they're just like, Oh yeah, Hawkeye has some wife that's just some lady that's not <laughs> Mockingbird, but you don't care because we don't care. And I was like, wait, I do care because I wanted him to be married to Mockingbird, but that's just me. Um, so it depends on the show. And I think that things like Runaways and Cloak and Dagger, which we'll talk about in a little bit, I think are going to be relatively close to the comics, but, uh, well, especially Cloak and Dagger, they're going to have to make some, uh, I think, serious changes to it for Freeform. But um, I, I think that, as I'm just sort of scrolling back on the comics that have inspired the shows we've already talked about, I think they're pretty close to it. And um, another thing that's going to be on this fall that... We don't know exactly when it's going to come back. Is the uh, Agents of Shield? We just don't know when it's going to come back. It'll be on probably some point after Inhumans, and because it's not coming back, we're not going to really talk too much about it. But as, as we're sort of going chronologically through, I expect that it'll probably be back at the end of November uh, after Inhumans is done. And I have a um, it's not a love hate relationship. It's like <laughs> indifferent slash kind of like relationship with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, they have storylines that I think go really well. I really liked when Ghost Rider was on. Uh, but as soon as Ghost Rider was gone, I, I still have 15 episodes in my TiVo from last season. I'm the opposite. Ghost Rider storyline killed me, and I stopped watching it. Oh, and then okay. I just started watching it again for this show, and I'm I'm almost through the Melinda May LBD. But, right. Uh, uh, well, see, I like some I of the characters. Like Ghost Rider. I, I like Ghost Rider. I I was never a huge fan, and uh, you know, obviously, the only real Ghost Rider is Nicolas Cage. I think <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I mean, you know, please, you know, tweet at us or mention in the YouTube chat if you disagree. But you know, come on, Nicolas Cage <laughs> is the only. only. The only. Uh, but I don't know. I'm excited for the show to come back because. I do think that they do a good job with it. It's it's a very easy show for people to rag on Agents my, of Shield, but big, I love Agent Coulson. I just think he's great. Yeah, but there's only so much. I mean, he stopped kind of revealing depth at this point to me. Yeah, it's wow. just like uh, Agent Coulson. But for me, I think <laughs> that my biggest problem with it is that it doesn't have enough powered individuals, and I love, I just love getting that. You know, like um, when you're watching a show and you recognize someone's last name and you're like Wikipedia and they're like, oh, they're going to be like that, you know? And I don't really get that much with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, we have Quake, but like... Yeah, but that's not even, like, that's not what that character was supposed to be. That was Do you think like... Quake could, and what do you think would happen in like Quake and Black Widow? Like Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. Uh, in a fight? Supposedly Quake's like, could take her. I like, she's, like, the so. only one that could I, take Black Widow. N- no, I don't, I, I don't think... If, she has the if, highest if, S.H.I.E.L.D. clearance of, in S.H.I.E.L.D. If she... By, I mean, in the continuity that is currently going. Right. If she uh, doesn't use her powers, absolutely not. But if she cheats and uses her powers, of course, then you can be Black Widow. You know? I mean, <laughs> Speedball could be every time I look Widow. at Every time I look at her with that haircut and that outfit, she's like, it looks kind of like a wannabe Black Widow, and I'm just always like... <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, that's definitely what they want. I would like to see um, Erica, what are your thoughts on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Have you ever watched it? Do you think you might now that you're doing the show, or... After hearing y'all 
I'll talk about it. I might continue. I started watching it and coming off watching the Netflix shows, it was so bubblegummy to me. Oh, it's me so different, yeah. That I, I was kind of thrown yeah. off yeah. with the, the way they set up the. Um, that well, you're going to be the tiebreaker as to whether or not Ghost Rider was awesome because I thought so. <laughs> and Michael See, now I'm going to. So, what it's, episode do I have to get to? That's get to like Ghost the, the, the last season, which I think was season three or four. I don't know. Oh, I think the last season was <laughs> four. So, the first eight episodes of season four. Okay. Yeah, I, just, I thought it was strange how they broke that down into like like themed things. Yeah. Is it I don't know if it's, I think the I think the seasons are too long. Well, because it because it's a, a typical network show, it gets 22 episodes There's not and I agree. color. Yeah. It's like very dull to watch like like visual like vibrantly, you know, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of color lots of times on an airplane. It's just I don't know. It's it's not as pretty and bubblegummy, and well, maybe more so in the way they talk. Uh, I, don't you feel like it's just pretty much like a Whedon type of thing? Yes, it, it like, definitely has the 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 like Whedon verse feel to it. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I do like you know. Obviously, I, I like Melinda May. I like Fitz and Simmons. Yeah. I like yeah, I, I like, like the characters, all. and I keep coming back to it because I like them. And then it's kind of boring. It can be boring, but I usually end up watching, like, I'm going to watch the second part of the season all kind of in a row, so I'll probably have a better feeling than if I was going back week to week. Um, Also, if I knew when it was coming back, I'd have a reason to watch it faster. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, Erica, you're not the only person that I know who has tried to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and been like, "Mm, eh. There are some great stories that they've, uh, very good stories that they've had in some good episodes. I just to speed it up a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of speeding it up, we should talk about uh, date to be determined on the schedule, and they're really leaning into that, and that's The Punisher. I'm very excited about this, because The Punisher is a character that's been around since the late 70s, but he got his own series in like the prime of me reading and collecting comic books. I believe his miniseries was in like 1985, and... I was nine. So this guy who just goes around and like blows people away, I'm like, yep, that's my guy. That's Frank Castle, the Punisher. And the the feeling that I get, and obviously we haven't seen the show yet, so I can't say that it's close to the to the comic books. It's at least close to the spirit of the Punisher. And there have been a few Punisher movies going all the way back to one with Dolph Lundgren from 1987 that's really bad. There's one that's all right. But for the most part, they haven't been good. I like the Thomas Jane one. The Thomas Jane one was the, the best one. The second one, yeah, the I to- don't know. The Thomas Jane one was the best one of the bunch that have been made. But uh, I just seeing him in Daredevil. Did you see The Punisher in Daredevil? Or have you not gotten to those episodes I have yet? not gotten to those episodes That yet. was, to me, some of the, just not the best, like, superhero television. That was just some of the best television I watched last year, I think that Is was. Is it at the end of the season? Uh, in season two of Daredevil. Oh, but it's yeah. like yeah. around a, a episode yeah. four he comes in. Yeah, episode oh, okay. four and and then thereafter. There's a couple episodes that he's in. There's one scene in particular that I was just like, this is just like great writing for any medium. And the fact that it's superhero probably means people won't pay much attention to it. But we have this series finally for The Punisher. And we have this great trailer that we don't really have time to show the whole thing. But we'll play it in the background while we talk about it. And pretty much, like, right away, I'm like, yep, that's his terrible backstory <laughs> that, you know, how could you possibly be sympathetic for somebody who goes around shooting everybody? It's like, well, if they have a terrible thing happen to them in their life, like Frank Castle did, I guess so. So, yes, I'm very excited about this. I'm excited that Microchip will be part of it, as we'll see in the course of the trailer. And we'll see Karen Page from the Daredevil series, uh, Deborah Ann Wall. Um I feel like, Michael, you are less excited about this show than I am. But I'm very excited about this show. Um, I, I, I think it's kind of goes back to a little bit like what we said. Like, they're redoing Daredevil, redoing Punisher. I don't know if it's just, like, Marvel gets really, like, butthurt. And they don't want, like, to end anything on a note where it's not just, like, critically acclaimed across the board. I... Part of me just doesn't understand why they keep rebooting things like Spider-Man, Daredevil, Punisher. Like, when I... I mean, I can understand the Daredevil thing. <laughs> I, I like the movie, but I understand that But you understand that, that most people, people did like not, it. yeah. But, I mean, it's like... 
this stuff isn't like fantastic for bad. Like, come on. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, I, I, I just, I'd rather see them do something different. Yeah. Then go back to something that, uh, also, I mean, like, with the Punisher show, the Punisher movie, it's more of, like, a dark thing, you know? It's not visually eye-catching, like, Avengers, you know, which is so colorful and so much, um, you know, just, like... Right, but he's much more well-suited for this Netflix yes, universe I think that this, they have. Well, I think this show is will fit right in. Yeah. I think it's perfect, you know, to, to go alongside the other four... Or five, if you count Defenders. But um, I think this... I really like the actor that plays him. I think he does yes. a great job at being him. Um, but you know me. I'm more into the powered individuals. Yeah. Which, it's funny because we were talking beforehand. Yeah. And Erica wanted to know, well, does the Punisher have any powers? And it's his only power is how quickly... Really he, angry. Well, right. how, and, and how quickly he can reload a gun. That's his power. <laughs> But I that, like that um, aspect of it. You don't always have to have like these yeah. magical powers to be able to, He's just to like make a, a difference. Threat. Yeah, yeah. His revenge is like motivating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of like his powers. Yeah. Does that? So I assume you've seen the trailer. Yeah, uh, I saw and, the trailer. And yeah. does it look like something you would normally watch if you weren't doing this show? Or the bloodiness? I'm not into like the, the uh, there's going to be a lot stuff. Yeah, that's what lot. it looked like. Yeah. But I do like the dark aspect of it. And, um, I'm kind of glad that it's a Netflix show because I like how they make it gritty. And I'm hoping. And it has like kind of the same type of dialogue, has really good dialogue in it, just like some of the other shows that yeah. are on Netflix. So hopefully, and but yeah, I look forward and to obnoxiously, it. what they've done is lead into the fact, lean into the fact that we don't know when it's going to premiere. It's sometime <laughs> in November, we think, but maybe. And so in the trailer, that's like all like classified, and they put like a yeah. little black box over yeah. it, <laughs> so they know that people are getting worked up about it. And when people tweeted at the Punisher account on Twitter. Uh, it would write back and you know basically tell you to you know you'll know when you need to know a lot of stuff <laughs> like that. It was kind of funny that somebody was taking the time to do that. But it was uh, probably a bot. Yeah, well, they didn't write back to me, so it wasn't very it wasn't very <laughs> oh, funny. Uh... Yeah, so I felt burned by that bot. Uh, but I would say that's probably of of all the things we're talking about, that's what I'm most excited for. Uh, obviously, next year we're going to get season three of Daredevil, uh, season two Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist all have second seasons. Uh, they might not all be in 2018. Something might happen in 2019. Uh, but uh, all of those have another season, which is great. I'm very excited for. Uh, and can't wait to see where those stories go. And um, we should talk about a couple other things, though, that are going to be happening in 2018. Uh, it'll be... I guess they're both for Freeform, oddly enough. Uh, the New Warriors uh, is <laughs> not something I'm super excited about. But they're doing it sort of as a sitcom, which I'm like, all right, that might work. Um, and I'm going to start with Erica when I, when I say this. What do you think about a show that has a character called Squirrel Girl? <laughs> do you think you would watch something with someone called Squirrel Girl? It's cute. I think what they're, <laughs> they're, they're going to get are people knowing the girl's face. She's very yeah. familiar from the, the, the phone ads and sure. stuff like that. So just, I think it's going to be really cheeky and cute. It does look just very, very interesting in a way that's probably going to be lots of energy and hyper and yeah. a lot of interest that kind of lines I don't know I think it might have that type of dialogue that the kids shows have so uh, Michael do you feel like crazy. you and I are going to probably be hate watching this show <laughs> I no I think <laughs> like, I'm, I'm glad you said that no I um I think it'll be interesting I don't think it's got much of a chance though I mean look what happened with Powerless for DC Comics oh yeah and I actually didn't mind that show I thought it was cute and I liked how the little cameos we got from like lesser known villains. You know, I was recently like talking that. about that show uh, on my personal podcast. I was like, "Oh yeah, I want to check that out when it comes out." And my friends like, "Oh no, it already got canceled." I'm no. like, okay, I missed yeah, it. Yeah, they that actually had twelve episodes, and they pulled it nine episodes in. The only the last three episodes were only shown in like Australia or New Zealand or something. But I mean, being that it's a sitcom, I hope it's literally like a. I mean, like a Roseanne, like where it's like you know where it's like it looks, yeah. you know, like it's filmed on itself. I hope it's silly. I hope, I hope it has it's a studio goofy. audience, but I don't think. Yeah, it does. I would love if it yeah. had a studio audience. I 
Squirrel girls like this. I mean, I don't understand why. It's one of those things. I'm with you. I don't get the fascination. For this generation, kind of like what Jubilee was for my generation. Like, they really got on board with her. And so I think it'll be cool. I mean, I'm more interested to see who's going to play her. If it's going to be... You know Anna Kendrick, who I think would be good, but a little too old. I thought for they this already role. cast that th- one. The no, girls. they haven't for sure casted. But it. there was a picture that I saw. But I guess yeah, there's not the official announcement. And uh, what Shannon Purser from Stranger Things was another person who'd been they wanted, saying that um, they wanted that role. The girl from Parenthood originally, though. What's her? Um, the I'm not sure. I saw something that said they wanted. Her. The last thing I read, this hadn't been officially cast. Yeah, I'm trying but to see. I don't and, know. Uh, Speedball has, like, the, like, most worst, most worst, like, like, the worst, like, most unfortunate looking costume in history, so <laughs> I really hope they do that justice on screen. I hope he looks like he, a he has to look really ball. stupid. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the thing to keep in mind for people who read comics is that the New Warriors basically caused the comic book Civil War. Because they were film, you know, they were doing it like a reality show, and there was a big explosion, and people died, and then all of a sudden, superheroes had to be registered. So, yeah, the New Warriors are not something to really take seriously, and Speedball is literally one of my least favorite characters. <laughs> like Steve Ditko, who created Spider Man, created Speedball as an older gentleman, like in the in the early '90s, I think, and he was definitely past his prime. It felt like a comic from the '60s. He looked, and, and by the way, like that a- the version we're showing no. right now on YouTube yeah, is yeah, yeah. the awesome version of Speedball. He looks kind of <laughs> like an STD. Yeah. He has a crop top. Oh. <laughs> he looks like, like, almost like the son of Thing. Yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me of Thing a little yeah, bit. Like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, on the hands. That's right. But this is them trying to make no. him look really cool. Um, I will check this show out. I have I, cheesy I, costumes. Yeah, like, I, I want them to have, have like, have superhero to. costumes, yeah. like the Tick style. Yes. Know? See, and, like, oh. the Tick can work really well, which is a show I'm really enjoying, but... Not part of the Marvel Universe. Uh, we only have a couple minutes, so I want to talk about our last big show that's uh, coming. And these are characters I always liked. I don't know how much I'm going to love a show for Freeform, but we're talking about Cloak and Dagger. And these are great characters. Uh, originally introduced in uh, Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider-Man in the early 80s. And they had their own series a number of different times. And they're basically two teenagers who end up with superpowers... They sort of do a little bit of retcon and decided that they were mutants, and that's how they're able to survive and experiment. I don't quite know how this works in a show for Freeform, that you get injected with synthetic heroin and then you end up superheroes afterwards. I feel like they're going to tinker with that a little bit. I don't know. Pretty Little Liars goes pretty... You see some pretty crazy stuff. Really? In that All right. Show. Well, I I wouldn't be surprised if I mean they talk about drugs in um, lots of the freeform shows. Uh, freeform supposed to be Bella like an older. Like, well, it's why ABC it's not called ABC Family, family yeah. anymore. Yeah, because yeah, ABC to Family. Edge it up. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised, but it w- I don't think it would be a focus. Yeah, I think that uh, you know they'll show it in the pilot and then maybe you know not rerun that episode <laughs> during the day or something. I'm actually um, not looking forward to this. Um, I don't know how this show will work out. I always kind of like these characters because they're very different than most of the characters in the Marvel Universe. I think it's uh, a strange pick uh, to, on the to studio's do, behalf. Yeah, well, I think you know when all of your A-list stuff is owned by other studios, you start to kind of <laughs> go down to the New Warriors and the Cloak and Daggers, and Aww. that's where you start to try and make your money. I want to see X-Teens. Well, sure, but that's saved for the movies, because if they're on TV... Right, well, what about Generation X? Something like that. I would love... They did a pilot for Generation X they in the did, 90s. and it was really bad. Yeah, but I was excited because superheroes were on TV, yeah. which was usually not the case at no. that point. So I think that all that you do is you point at, like, well, there was a bad pilot then. Although there was an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, with... like, reboot this stuff that never got a fair chance. Yeah. But this, you know, like you said, this is never... We've never seen... We've this. never actually seen this done before, and uh, I don't know. I mean, Cloak has such an interesting power where it's basically a cloak with like a dark mysterious mysterious universe in there and she's the light and they work well together um obviously this being freeform they're going to play up the relationship between the two teenagers but uh this doesn't sound like something you're excited for uh michael i'm excited because i like the characters but i'm very apprehensive because of where if this was a netflix show i'd be like well it's probably going to be really good because it's for freeform i'm like 
but what's the budget going to be like? You know, I mean, what's it going to look like? They're going to what? They're going to shoot the whole thing. I don't think we're going to see a lot of superpower. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, if we do, I don't think it's going to be like very visually expensive or whatever. Yeah. So the little bits that you've seen and heard from this, does this sound like it'd be something appealing to you, Erica Cloak and Dagger? Yeah, I think one of the reasons they probably brought it out right now, especially on Freeform, it does um, highlight an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's probably going to be really important right now, just to showcase two people from two different worlds and two different nationalities that can work together and they happen to have powers. So I think in that way it's going to be really cool. I don't know from the um, trailer. I thought it was really cool looking. I wasn't well, sure that's what good. their powers were. Right. Well, the, it's, like, not, it's, it's not easily sticker. explained. Like, we only had a couple minutes and we have to wrap up uh, any minute. But uh, I couldn't really even try to get into what his power is. <laughs> it's just like, he's just got a big cloak. And she's the dagger. But, um, <laughs> Thank you and that. we don't actually have a premiere date for that. So we'll have a lot more time to talk about it when it gets closer. Um, but I don't know. I think that, I think it can work, but I'm very apprehensive. Uh, and then I'll just sort of run through a couple other things uh, that there'll be another season of Legion next year. And then we have things that are in the rumor stage that there might be a Moon Knight series. Mm. Uh, I guess Marvel finally has Blade, so they might want to do a series of that. And I Another did think it's that, already been done like three right. times. Yeah, exactly. I don't but know. we'll have plenty of time to talk about all this stuff. And I guess we'll also hopefully have the premiere of Gifted to talk about next week on the show. I didn't really think about the timing, though, that we're doing the show, I think, before it's actually on. But we'll see if we can figure it out. But uh, anyway, thanks to everybody who joined us for our first episode. We just kind of wanted to, we'll try and not go through so much so quickly in the future, but I wanted to give an overview of all the stuff that's coming up since this was our first show of Marvel TV. So thank you to... Erica Green, at Erica J-A-Y-E Green, <laughs> yes. and to Michael Shirley, at Michael X Shirley, I love MichaelShirley.com. Mm-hmm. I'm Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. And thank you to everyone who joined us tonight, and we will see you next Monday at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern, right here on Marvel TV Weekly. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> You're tuning into the destination. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.